Welcome to Talk About Tatooine. I'm Andrew. I'm Nathan. And we're twin brothers here to bring you what's new in nerddom and give colorful commentary on our favorite subjects. Welcome to our cantina. Grab a drink and settle in as we set course for realities beyond our own. Yeah, buddy. Welcome everyone to episode 53. Today's recording date is December 16th, and this episode will be released on Monday, December 18th. Today we will be discussing some Minecraft stuff and... Let's start off with our starter questions. Make sure to stick around to the end of the episode. We've got some news as well. What game other than Minecraft do you consider an oldie, but a goodie? Um, I actually played some of this last night. Uh, Gears of War, specifically Horde mode. I'm not a multiplayer yeah. Yeah. Uh, stan. I'm really bad at like PvP combat, but PvE combat, I really, really like, even though I'm still not that good. But I played a little bit of that yesterday. I was playing the Infiltrator class for the first time. Dude, such a good uh, class. And was just running around with a shotgun. I mean, this usually goes beyond just Gears of War 5, which is the most current iteration. But it's just honestly, Horde mode is something that I pretty consistently come back to. I totally agree. Um, I didn't put Gears because you had Gears, but Gears honestly would have been my first option because I can pick it up. I mean, we've been playing Gears 5 since launch with, you know, some breaks here and there, but like I can settle into a 50 and have a great time. Sorry to uh, some of the inf uh, other content creators that we follow who are Gears heads. Haiti, Haiti Nader is one of them. Um, she plays matchmaking. She just posted some stuff on her Instagram of her just absolutely doming people with the sniper rifle and i'm like mm, no no absolutely not i'm not gonna go into matchmaking <laughs> yeah that would have been me in all of those clips on the opposite end <laughs> i'm in this clip and i don't like it so the game that i put down i actually put down oh, skyrim somewhere so good. in the world todd howard just got like 50 more bucks <laughs> <laughs> like every time I open up Skyrim, I legitimately have a good time. I always try to go a different route. I mean, other than Gears 5, Skyrim is probably the game I have the most hours in. Pro probably actually in my number one spot because I love it so much. Hopefully I'm here soon. I'm going to pick up the toaster port of the game. So I think that's going to be really fun. What is the toaster port? What does that mean? It's just a running joke that Skyrim gets released on everything that has a screen. Gotcha. What is it? You can probably play it on a smart fridge if you've got a touch screen kind of a thing. Yeah, you can play it on your smart fridge, just play it on your smartwatch. I love it. I love it. Classic. Andrew, give us a social media update, please. Talk about Tatooine has been going for over a year now, and we wanted to give a big thank you to, you know, people who are watching on like our different social media platforms, who are watching our reels and just engaging with our content online. Our online engagement has grown over 700% in the last month on some platforms. Like that's huge. Um, like our audience is growing really rapidly. Uh, and a lot of what we post, we try to post uh, memes about like the nerd dumbs that we enjoy, updates, podcast clips, the podcasts themselves. We do lore videos. So we're, tr we're trying to, we're, we're, we're casting our net wide, but in a very specific you know, our very specific fandoms. Uh, so we really enjoy that. Um, and we're just, I've, I've been thrilled with some of the interactions I've had online. Y'all are killing it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for commenting on our stuff. Thanks for sharing our stuff. Absolutely. We really appreciate the support and continue listening, please. Uh, 2024 is going to be a big year uh, for us. So it's going to be a good time. 
Um, make sure if you guys are watching this on YouTube to like, comment, and subscribe. If you guys are following the podcast and just listening with your beautiful ears, um, hit us up on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or honestly, wherever you get your podcasts. We've got our RSS feed out in several different places. We don't have any spoiler warnings today because we're just going to be talking about Minecraft. Today's episode is going to be more gaming focused. So Andrew is going to lead us into that discussion with our opening question. And then we are or with our title question, I should say. And then we're just going to get right into it. Just as like a quick opener, uh, Minecraft is the most popular game in the world. And that's not just because like it's a quote unquote kids game, although it does have like some really cool educational functions that I think is really important for early learning. I think, well, I'll try not to, to spoil our conversation so much, but like Minecraft reaches an extremely wide audience as far as ranges. Uh, uh, age range and we think that's that's really cool we think that's probably why it's uh, pretty popular but what we wanted to talk about is as an adult why do you find minecraft to be so personally enjoyable uh, so for me it's definitely the creativity um, but also the ease of access um, right now i think i have minecraft on at least three different devices, four different devices, okay, yeah. actually. So I can kind of bring it with me anywhere, which is super nice. Um, and I really just love being creative. I'd never actually thought that was something I would enjoy doing. Um, but honestly, it is a time for me to decompress. I can get online and build something without a lot of technical skill and still have fun and feel like I'm creating something. Um, I also use Minecraft as a way to enjoy other content as well. So if I'm playing at my PC, I'll have one screen that's on Minecraft, probably the other screen that's on probably like Bob's Burgers or something. So something that just kind of like brightens my day overall. But a lot of times I also am listening to audiobooks while I play, because a lot of times most of the projects I need, I'm focusing on the technical aspects of putting the project together on stream, but resource gathering on my own time. And resource gathering usually just means digging a, a hole somewhere, just getting <laughs> different resources. And that's a very low mental task. And so I'm usually listening to books. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of sci-fi and fantasy uh, books that have been really, really fun to go through. And I find it really interesting because when I come back to certain areas, I will have memory imprints of like certain areas because I'll yeah. start visiting an area. I'm like, oh, this is where I was listening to this part of this book over here. And oh, this weirdly shaped cave uh, reminds me of this point in the book because that's what I was listening to when I was over here digging this out. For uh, sure. And that's, that's just kind of like a happy side effect. That's not necessarily what I go for, but uh, it's just been something that's really nice and actually allows me to enjoy multiple hobbies at once. I don't get a lot of time in the day because I usually come home, take care of the dogs, clean as much as I can, get dinner ready, you know, all that stuff. And then by the end of the day, before I'm like coming up on the point where I'm about to crash, I have like maybe an hour, 90 minutes if I'm lucky uh, of time to just kind of like sit and unwind. And then my eyes start getting heavy and I'm like, all right, it's time to hit the sack. So in uh, Minecraft is really easy to uh, boots up really quick and uh, it's really <laughs> easy to get right back in. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, not every game is as relaxing as others. Uh, I find Minecraft to be on the higher end of relaxing. It's very therapeutic. It has very like these very satisfying elements to it. But like, you know, if you're trying to relax and have a good time and, you know, decompress from work, maybe booting up into a Modern Warfare 3 lobby isn't the, the greatest idea or whichever Modern Warfare we're on. I don't know. 
but like Minecraft, it's like, that's going to a game that's going to lower my blood pressure. This is going to be a good time. And I really liked what you had to say about audiobooks because I'm, I'm exactly the same way being an adult and having responsibilities, um, or I guess that's just, that's redundant. So being a responsible adult, there's not a lot of time for me to sit down and open an actual hardcover book. And I'm a big reader. We're both big readers. And as a kid, like I had that time, I read tons and tons of tons. And that's actually something we talk about over on our Patreon Discord server a lot is our whole group loves reading. Uh, we're actually doing a book club there. You and I are supplying the book to our group, and then we're going to be going over it hopefully this new year. That's a huge time when I get my reading done is playing Minecraft. I I think some of the mechanics around Minecraft, why I find it so interesting, and I see this in a lot of mobile games too, is the idea of industry and exponential growth. At least for me, a lot of the games that I get ads for are games where you're you're building something, you're collecting resources. I've installed a couple games that are all you do is just collect resources. Uh, they're like idle miner type games, but I, I really like them. Uh, or I'm playing like an idle tower defense game right now. Um, I like that a lot because, you know, sometimes I have to not be looking at my phone like for nine to 10 hours of, <laughs> out of the day when I'm at work. So it's nice to be able to like play a game. Minecraft definitely hits those those receptors in my brain that's like okay we're going to talk about industry and exponential growth and it's you know you get that really satisfying feel, feeling when you've built something that you really like but also you know you've created the infrastructure to be able to create such a large build absolutely i love that and redstone especially when you're talking about the more technical aspects of the game redstone is one of those things that i still could probably learn quite a bit from and i just haven't yet because i don't necessarily understand electricity and how they programmed that into the game so redstone was kind of hard for me to learn because i st so i started playing minecraft as an adult uh when i was in my 20s i'd never played it when i was much younger so i actually learned how electricity and circuits worked before I learned how redstone worked. So redstone was a little difficult for me because I was like, oh, this is going to function like a circuit. And it's like, no, no, it's not. It's its own thing. It's not a one-to-one -one comparison with electricity. Uh, we'll go into our next question, uh, which is what are some of the things you like to do in your world? This is a great question. One of my favorite types of builds uh, I enjoy doing is like games or puzzles or things like that. Uh, not necessarily things that just look nice, but something that you can interact with. Um, and one of the things I'm going to be working on here soon is uh, a massive Christmas themed hedge maze. We are now nine days till Christmas. So this is, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're in single digits. I haven't really, I went way too big on our Christmas build. It is enormous gargantuan even it is a staggering project i probably will make one iteration of it this year and then because it's in our um our patron realm so it'll be around for a while and i'm going to keep iterating on on it every year but one of the big things is going to be uh, a hedge maze that i'm going to have different different prizes within the hedge maze and different collectibles that you have to gather up then finish the hedge maze uh, put into like a barrel or something and that's actually going to unlock the final prize chest so if you don't come out of the the maze with like say uh, nine pieces of gold that you found um, 
you you have to go back in the maze and and find the last you know however many pieces you're missing uh and there's some certain gameplay mechanics that have been in, introduced into bedrock that i'm going to introduce into the hedge maze um so things like crawling were not options the last time i built a hedge maze so that's going to be in there uh powder snow was not a thing so that's going to be in my build oh you're going to put falling traps in aren't you it is not going to be a 2d puzzle uh the last one i i built wasn't uh either it was a little harder to to figure out you're gonna get me killed bro preferably <laughs> we have keep inventory on it's fine um one thing i love to do i in my minecraft worlds is i am solidly a builder uh i do some i do sometimes like the exploration aspect looking for mine shafts different biomes things like that but i love building stuff i love building like really big structures getting lost in the detail and eventually um would love to have different like themed builds as well. Um, Minecraft tends to circle around kind of like that medieval aspect. It's really easy to make things look medieval with wood and stone and moss and cracked items and things like that. It's just really easy because there's kind of that fantastical element of everything already. Um, the game is kind of geared that way. I mean, you run around in a suit of armor with a sword or a pickaxe, right? So it's kind of meant that way. Um, and then one future build I would like to do is also like doing different themed cities, essentially. And so having like one city that's like a medieval city and another city that's like just down the way, that's like a modern city and like have different things like that. Um, that's kind of my global goal for the server that we're in right now, but I, it's just going to take time. And then obviously we're working on the Christmas build right now. Um, my current plan with that is once we finish the Christmas build, um, I'm actually planning on hollowing out the area underneath that and making a little bit of kind of a, a dwarven kind of Lord of the Rings inspired La Moria city underneath. And so that will take a huge amount of time, um, probably a mind boggling amount of time. But then I, I have some some cool ideas that I'm hoping to put in there for that. And then when next year rolls around, um, continue working on the Christmas build and being like, hey, we're going to keep adding to this. This is what we got done last year. This is what we're going to add to it. Things like that. Yeah. Hit us up in the comments if you are an explorer, a builder, a redstoner, or just a digger or a combination of those four. We'd love to hear. Diggy diggy hole. I love that song. It's it's a great song. Uh, the Windrose version is the best, in my opinion. Let's see. What are some things that you do as an adult Minecraft player that improve your own experience of the game? What I do is, here's the thing. We play on Bedrock. What I do is, because they took away infinite XP furnaces, I play with Bottles of Enchanting. Um, I am the the ruler, the owner of our realm. So I can basically just give myself an item using a, a typed command whenever. All hail the Minecraft admin. And I basically keep a stash of, of bottles of enchanting with me because even going through diamond mending tools, it will take an entire stack of 64 to bring one item one item that you're using, um, like if it's an unbreaking three mending item from basically zero to like 75%. So it takes a oh, wow. mass, so not even massive full. amount of, yeah, not, it takes a massive amount of experience to get these. 
And the reason this is a problem is because you don't have infinite XP on your furnaces anymore, which like didn't even feel broken when I was using them because most of the time <laughs> it went into like repairing our gear. So we didn't have to constantly keep making gear. And I was like, I'm not entirely sure why they took that out, but they also didn't add any parity items. So for example, Java edition of Minecraft, you can hold an item in your offhand. You can hold a, an additional tool specifically in your offhand, which you cannot do in Bedrock and that item would get experience. So you could sit in front of a mob farm. For example, you could hold your pickaxe in your offhand and then just kill everything with like a looting sword. And you basically would fill the XP into that offhand. And then once it fills both the tools, it would go to your armor, etc., and then your experience bar. So we don't have that. And so honestly, I just do the work around it. I'm like, hey, this actually takes me a gargantuan amount of time to get all of my stuff like refilled because the other option is, is like constantly mining for resources, which you then go trade with villagers. But like that, that's a very finite resource problem unless you're me and you have admin privileges. But I only like using admin privileges to essentially improve my quality of life. I'm not trying to cheat the game. I'm trying to make sure that I don't have to spend like hours and hours and hours farming carrots from a field and replanting them so I can trade them to all of my farmer villagers so I can upgrade my weapons, but then keep doing that because it takes such a large volume of stuff to do. And so that's, that's kind of what I do is just basically managing my XP. And it's, it's, it's a lot of work on bedrock. I really wish they would bring back uh, infinite XP furnaces because I could literally just keep like three of those going and I, I would use everything in there as well. Uh, but that would make my life a lot easier. But that's that's how I improve my own quality of life in Minecraft. I really like that you brought that up because I think it was a big mistake for Mojang to fix the infinite XP bug in the furnace without giving us those other quality of life fixes around XP and being able to fix our tools. Not a, not a great move, in my opinion. Like, Bedrock is already... As far as like parody goes, like uh, Java has the better functionality. Most people who stream and like make content are usually making content on Java for those reasons. Yeah, they're making it in Java. A lot of the stuff we do is in Bedrock because I think there's probably more Bedrock players, to be honest, than Java players. If I were to guess, if I were to guess. The big, the big advantage with Bedrock is that we have access on PC, Xbox, Switch, tablets, mobile. Like you can play on basically anything. That's the big advantage of bedrock is it's available on console as well and accessibility is huge that's why mobile games are so successful uh the number i mean the number one paid app on the google app store is minecraft cracks me up it's it's an oldie but a goodie i mean that's that's kind of why we started off with that intro question at the top of the episode so maybe we'll do a gears of war episode too just a, a series of oldies but goodies and why you should be playing them mojang made a big mistake in taking out the the infinite xp because that's severely limited the quality of life for bedrock players especially for uh, those of us who play survival survival with some caveats which i see in your notes that you're about to go into yes so we kind of play survival light so there's <laughs> there's definitely different levels there's survival light which is with cheats on depending on you know which ones you like which ones you don't we play on a realm which is a paid service we've at least for me personally i've only ever played minecraft on realms 
I, I love playing with people. I love being able to build a Discord server and say, okay, like this is for everyone in, in the realm. Let's talk. Let's trade resources. Let's let's tell each other where we found different locations and and just help each other out. And I think that is probably the best way Minecraft is meant to be played. Obviously, you could still play it by yourself and have a lot of fun, but the most fun, in my opinion comes from when you're playing with friends. And with that, there's a couple cheats that we in our world turn on that I think are hugely helpful. And the biggest one is keep inventory on. A couple other things that I like to do in uh, a Minecraft world, which is a little cheaty, is pull up a Minecraft seed map. So you get your seed by either using the seed command if you're the admin, or you can go into the settings and it will show you the seed of your world. It's usually like 16 digits or something like that. But you can go to something like, I want to say chunk base and type in your seed and it will tell you, hey, this is a map of your world. And that is monumental for like crude. Like I'm like, sometimes I just need like one specific resource and I just want to know that I'm walking in the right direction. That's a huge help. I highly, highly recommend people use chunk base. Well, especially since we only get a couple hours to play like yeah. at max each, each day. Like we're not, we're not logging all that much time per week on a great day. I get that much. And so being able to say, Hey, I actually want to go find this specific biome. Cause there's this specific block I'm looking for is really, really helpful because you can just look it up and you don't have to travel forever to just, mm -hmm. and just like wander around in circles until you find something, you know, using all of your stash of rockets that you had worked hard to build up and it's just it just makes the game go a lot a lot faster because you, you can spend an infinite amount of time here yeah in in the grand scheme of things we're not looking to make things longer we're looking to build up and spend the time doing the tasks that we want to invest our time in yeah so if if you are an adult now and you used to play a lot of minecraft and you're like well now i don't really play as much keep inventory on and use a seed map those that that's going to get you really far and then when you're starting a world research a good starting seed uh we actually spent a lot of time picking the seed for our realm and i'm glad we did because the one we picked is awesome yeah the starting base or the starting village that we were near is uh basically where my main base is and it's coming along it's coming along the fourth and final thing that I do a lot, especially as a new Minecraft player and trying to keep up with all of the updates. So from my understanding, Minecraft didn't ha didn't have like a yearly annual update to the game that like pretty significantly changed it. But that's a more recent thing with all of like the newer changes to Minecraft. Like I'll talk to other guys my age and say like, you know, hey, like, what kind of stuff do you like building with? And they're like, oh, I haven't played since like 1.18. It's like we're on like 1.20 or 21 or something. I don't even know at this point. So having the Minecraft wiki open on my phone, hugely helpful because I can like look at something. I'm like, oh, maybe I want this resource or this resource and I can go, okay. Or, or if I'm building a farm, if you're building a farm, especially you need to have the Minecraft wiki open. If you're war, if you're concerned about making it as efficient as possible, at least within your skill set. I'm not a good redstone guy. So I really lean on the mechanics of the game to make my farms as efficient as possible. One thing I wanted to add to that is I actually wish 
they wouldn't update Minecraft for a while. I know that might be like kind of a controversial thing, but a buddy of ours once told me he got out of Minecraft because he would work on these builds that were meant to take a decent amount of time. And then they would just update everything. And you felt like you had to update your world and your yeah. seed to get all the new features. But then you're like, well, I've already put all this work into this old world. Do I really want to start a new one? And so it kind of makes legacy worlds a little bit harder to build, um, especially since chunk trimming, chunk trimming, excuse me, is kind of hard to do on bedrock. Um, it's not a super clear process. I'm actually not even sure if you can do it at all. And it's, it's it's just tough. I kind of hope they wait on their next update. I'm like, hey, I'm not super interested. Like, I haven't played almost any of the features from 1.20. I am like solidly still in 1.19, even though the world is 1.20. Because I'm like, I'm I'm content with the features they have. So I hope they kind of chill out on that. Um, because once you start getting updates out really, really regularly, the player base is going to expect more updates and constantly update things. And I'm like, dude, just... Just let it ride for a little bit. It's okay to not have an update every year. I totally feel the same way because it feels like um, it feels like your worlds get obsoleted with how many updates they put out. Plus, there's a lot of really cool like creator packs that you can do. Like if you want a new block, you're like, hey, just download a texture pack. Like there's so much you can do. I think that's it for our Minecraft discussion. If you guys are interested and want to follow us, like we are on Twitch.tv several times a week now, uh, streaming our Minecraft christmas build i'm having so much fun even though like i am not going to meet my deadline i think i've, I've i'm aware of that uh i'm having such a blast with like the build right now i'm i'm really enjoying it as well and i'm excited for it to continue to be a work in progress so it's gonna be a really really good time yeah just constantly evolving and doing different stuff yeah i think it's gonna be really cool and yeah, once we once we finish the outside of the mountain, because we're we're terraforming an entire mountain, um, because I don't know how to project manage very well, so <laughs> I picked a really big thing. We're terraforming an entire mountain biome, turning it into a Christmas, pretty much a Christmas city, not even a Christmas village. Uh, we're digging like a ton of it out. So there's going to be kind of like an underground aspect below it. There's going to be, uh, it's going to be really, really well decorated on the top. Um, it's like adjacent to a pillager outpost. So we're hopefully going to uh, do something with that. I actually wouldn't mind customizing the pillager outpost and basically digging a path towards our base. So like there's an area where you can like constantly be in combat with those pillagers because I, I think that would be super fun. But there's a lot going on. If you want to see us, we're at twitch.tv slash talk about Tatooine. Yeah, give us a follow over there. We really want to hit 50 uh, here soon so we can get affiliated. And that way we can actually start doing more with the channel. Yes, because they do. They let you start doing like um, like collecting the little resource. I don't even know what it's called. Is it bits? Yeah, so you can start uh, getting bits, subscriptions. You can do uh, chat features. There's just so many like you chat you, features. You That's what I want. Yeah, you can basically start using Twitch to its full functionality once you hit that affiliate mark. Right now, we're I think we're at 23. Uh, right now, YouTube and Instagram are our, our biggest growing platforms, followed actually by Facebook. Oh yeah, I forget that we have a Facebook. We're we're on Facebook now. Uh, I really held off on making a Facebook because I don't like Facebook as a company. I mean, I know Instagram owns them, but like you can't really 
try to do what we do and not be on Instagram. But Facebook has also hopped on like the reels train. Uh, and it is an effective way for us to, to continue to be like, Hey, this is, this is the podcast episode this week or, and kind of see what our community wants and likes. So, all right, guys, we're going into news from the hollow net. Andrew, go ahead and hit us with some news. So we're going to start off with some Minecraft news. Uh, Minecraft is getting a redstone crafter. So, uh, it's 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 an auto crafter. It's it's a it's a piece of redstone equipment that you can type in a recipe, lock in a recipe, funnel materials through it, and it will automatically create that. So this is huge because like I have a couple farms that are that really get caught up at a manual step. So like a melon and pumpkin farm. What if you have a melon and pumpkin farm? What you're doing is you're harvesting pumpkins, but you're also harvesting melon slices. You're not actually harvesting the whole melon. It breaks it apart, and you have to take it all out, go to a crafting bench, reassemble it into a melon because that makes sense, and then sell it to my villagers for my XP. That's that's my preferred method of XP, and it takes forever. Uh, the melon and pumpkin farm is a very redstone, ex like uh extensive build it's it's very expensive to build early game because it's uh a repeating pattern of observers pistons and redstone and the ability to crawl has made it a lot easier to manage however you have to you know you have your redstone you have uh basically air blocks and your pumpkins and melons planted and then dirt and then rails below it so it's it's a very compact build uh and it's very it was very difficult to build before you could crawl in bedrock uh, a redstone crafter will help me so so much in addition 1.21 released sometime in 2024 what what are you laughing at i'm laughing because i was like they don't need a new update and you're like hey they're updating <laughs> Unfortunately, our opinion doesn't dictate what Mojang does. Um, and I'm, I'm sure these updates are like planned years in advance, too. So if y'all agree with us, uh, you know, share that feedback, you know, post about it being like, hey, maybe we make updates every year and a half. And I don't really know how their updates drive their business, which at the end of the day, money determines everything, which is obnoxious. However, 1.21 released sometime in 2024. The focus is going to be combat, adventures, and tinkerers. So this is nice because it's not a biome update. So I don't like I don't really know what they mean by adventures, but like tinkering, like that's really cool because then I don't feel like I have to update my world to get the most advantage out of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with, with that. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Let's see. This was announced back, you know, at Minecraft Live in October. So it's old news. But if you didn't watch it, like I didn't watch it, you know, you are finding out now. You're welcome. Yeah, I had no idea. Another piece of news we've got, guys, is actually on the Warhammer community page. It's the community advent rumor engine. Now, I've got this open on my other screen right now, and we've got most of the pieces to a essentially a new model, I believe. So there is now 16 released rumor engine parts. Again, this is one of the, the fandoms we talk about most on the channel. That's actually where most of our growth comes from is when we post about Warhammer. <laughs> uh, and all of these are just little uh, snippets. Yeah, there's, there's 15 so far. Out. The 16th piece will be released today, I believe. 
So is this all, my question is, is, is this all one model? No. Each one of these pictures, I believe, is a different model. Oh, that makes so much more sense. I was like, yes. okay, I'm seeing in yes. a bolter, which means there's Imperium, but I'm also seeing some pieces off to the other side that are like, that looks kind of orky. And some other things that I was like, oh, yeah. that looks very sorcerous or, hey, that hand's not human. Uh, so lots of different right. things. So, And some of this might be um, Age of Sigmar as well. Oh, that's true. That's true. I didn't even consider that. I forget that Age of Sigmar exists most of the time, not going to lie. Um, I really like that potion <laughs> you've got up. I think that's that's probably like an Age of Sigmar, Sigmar model now that you mention it, because that's very... Um, like that's probably like a sorcerer's potion or something mm -hmm. like that's gonna be really it cool. looks i don't know if you think this but those look like faces in there oh definitely uh that is a that looks like a chalice of trapped souls yeah that's pretty cool uh sorry for our listeners who are listeners only uh it appears there's Watch some on youtube <laughs> <laughs> yes we're on youtube there's some sort of bony bony hand holding like a like an old timey um flask pouring out something that seems to be a flask of captured souls anyway looks pretty cool i don't have a lot of predictions for this um one of my original predictions was for the there's one picture that's just a picture of um pinions from a wing um and my initial thought was oh this is going to be the corvus corax uh, raven demon thing that he Ooh. turns into um is does that make a lot of sense for corvus to be the next loyalist primarch to return no it does not <laughs> this is totally wishful thinking um i just think it would be cool i was gonna say the loyalist primarchs still need some help there is yeah. not enough of them no well especially since i mean the odds are what greater than 75% that we get Fulgrim as a demon Primarch for the traders. Like, yeah, I see no snaky things on here. So, but we'll see. He's, he's going to be number 24. <laughs> um, but we see a lot of really cool stuff. You know, we see an incense burner that could be something from, uh, my guess would be the Adeptus Sororitas. They have the most, mm. um, religious style iconography in their set so that's what i would guess for that is the sisters of battle i was gonna say that could be either that or it could be admic because they like to bless all their yep. machine parts and that could this be an true. incense burner so um Who knows? i'm not one seeing of these... anything on here that screams like necrons i don't know if you're seeing anything like there's like one piece no. of like maybe a clawed wing but that honestly could be like are you looking at this one? Uh, yes, uh, but that could be like a chaos thing. Well, because so, I think they already have a lot of their Catan models. They're, yeah, so, they're star god things. Yeah, so who um, knows? There's also a branch yeah. up here, that uh, top right one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's a, that looks like a branch. That just looks like a tree. <laughs> I would guess that's something from Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Like a tree person sort of thing. Um. There's clearly someone holding a book with Nurgle iconography on it. You saw Again, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, that could be Sigmar or 40K um, because a lot of the Chaos Demon models, uh, you can play in either uh, in either game. 
they have data sheets in both. Down at the bottom, we have a cloak. I'm assuming that looks yeah. like a space wolf. Like that's probably a space yeah, wolf. That's gotta be a sort. space wolf. Um, Lehman Russ. That would be pretty cool. I mean, he is, he, he is more likely to come back than Corvus in my opinion. For sure. Uh, that would be pretty cool. That was actually the first army I ever started with space wolves. Uh, and I ended up switching to dark angels. Um, cause I liked their abilities a little bit better. Uh, and I'm really, really looking forward to the dark angel codex that's coming out in 2024. For sure. Um, I think the only other one I wanted to talk about is the storm bolter. Um, it's a re- so it's a little bit more of an ornate storm bolter. So I'm wondering if we are going to see an updated chaplain in terminator armor. That would be cool because we've got a double barrel, double magged storm bolter. So yeah, could be something really neat. Like, what if we had two guns and just push them both together? <laughs> that that was my Patrick Star impression, which was not very good. Okay, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. We should probably move on News to other bits. All right, we've got two more bullet points before we finish out, guys. Coming up next, we've got a Necron Codex, Admex Codex uh, coming out, which we will be doing reviews on. Um, I'm not entirely sure when those are coming out or if they've already come out. I think they've already come out. Okay. So we will try to get some info on those and do a review as soon as we can. Dark Angels and Orcs are next, which is fitting. I'm excited for a new Orcs Codex because <laughs> um, I play Orcs and I feel like and they I are underperforming and I want them to get better. Orcs do need a buff. I would like my boys to hit a little bit harder and not die so quick. You're a fun army to shoot at because it's really satisfying watching all of the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> you're like he's just literally just grabbing fistfuls of models off the table every shooting phase i'm like it's fine whatever stupid t-shirts all right with that guys we are going to send us into the outro and finish this one out thank you guys all so much for watching make sure to leave your theories in the comments share pictures of your models on twitter and instagram shoot us an email at talkabouttatooine at gmail.com if you have any questions you want featured on air Make sure to subscribe and like the video so that the algorithmic overlords will slice this video into the feeds of other like-minded folks. And until next time, happy building, everybody.